Hey guys, it's the world's okay starting strength coach Pete Troopas here to give you the rundown on everything we got going on in the wonderful world of starting strength and starting strength gyms. But before I begin, stay tuned after this broadcast to find out how you can donate uh, to Bree Hillen. Of course, we all know that Bree is an Android, and what do Androids run on? That's right, batteries. And Bree needs a new battery, so you can help her out by donating at the link given after this broadcast. For seminars coming up, we have our next one up June 3rd through the 5th. After that, August 12th through the 14th. For training camps coming up, we have our Lift Shoot Fight Camp. That's a two-day camp, April 30th and May 1st in Wichita Falls, covering lifting, shooting, and combatives. We have squat and deadlift camps on the list May 7th in Indianapolis with a few spots left. Then May 14th in Boise at Starting Strength Boise. Then May 21st in Boston at Starting Strength Boston. Folks, if you haven't checked it out yet and you've thought of becoming a coach, make sure you check out the coaches development course that we have. If you head over to startingstrength.com and check out the coaching tab, you should be able to find it. The course is about 20 some odd modules. You get assigned a starting strength coach mentor. You submit your videos of yourself coaching every week. You get some feedback on your coaching as well as some feedback on the academic assignments. That's startingstrength.com. Check out the coaching tab, and you should be able to find it. If I have to tell you any more than that, maybe maybe that's a self-selection thing. But you should be able to find it if you are resourceful enough. Speaking of starting strength gyms, Columbus, Ohio is next one on the list to open up. So make sure you go over to columbus.startingstrengthgyms.com. Check out the pre-sale that they're having and when they plan on opening. Make sure you sign up, get that spot locked in if you're in the Columbus Circle because I have a feeling they're going to sell out quickly. And for more information on gyms that are coming up, gyms that are open to request a gym by you, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And remember, stay tuned after the broadcast to find out how you can donate to Bree's Android Battery Fund. Take care. All right. I'm here today with J.D. Shipley. He's the owner of Starting Strength Houston and Starting Strength Katy. Uh, he is here on the big screen with us today. Uh, the, the screen doesn't quite do him justice. He's our biggest franchise owner. <laughs> JD weighs 285 pounds. Is that right, dude? Uh, two, well, 280. 280. 279 as of this morning. You're slipping. Man. Um, huh. <laughs> I think, uh, I think the, uh, the owner out in Tulsa is, uh, giving me a run for my money. If yeah. I, yeah, if, I, if I, if I see it from, uh, from, from Instagram. Yep. He's if a I, 500 pound deadlifter, it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wanted to have JD on today because uh, he is a brave fellow. Let's put it that way. It, it would have been he would have been either called brave or silly, um, me included in that, based on the fact that he uh, decided to sign up to open up a starting strength gym before we had any opened. So he basically just bet, you know, a quarter million plus dollars on an idea, which was uh, thanks for the trust, JD. Um, I think that speaks to the power of the brand and Ripito's reputation. But, uh, but yeah, I remember sitting down with JD in Wichita Falls with Rip talking about doing multiple gyms. He ended up doing one in Central Houston inside the Loop. That gym is full with a waiting list, and then he just opened Starting Strength Katie. So JD is doing a hell of a job. And I wanted to have JD on the podcast today to ask him basically why. Why in, in a few ways. So first, JD, why did you decide to open up a Starting Strength gym? Oh, man. Um yeah, I mean, if you really want to get into this, uh, so the the reason, so the reason behind that, I mean, if you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna get into it, uh, I so I found starting strength back in around 2016. I had, um, I yeah, I worked out in high school and and you know uh, in college and stuff like that, but I had 
um, I was always a big guy. I was, you know, 6'3", 2", 235. And, and, you know, I, I had what I called fitness ADD. I, I would jump around from one modality to another. I just kind of look in, you know, you know, looking to exercise and, and enjoy, you know, in, enjoy the, the activity. Um, but I was very, I would, I would often get frustrated or come back to the frustration of, of not being as, as strong as a guy I thought my size should be. And so one day I, and I, I understood surface level, right. Compound lifts, right. Squats and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, so I, I just decided one day, you know, I'm, I'm done with all the, with all the running, I'm done with all the cardio and I'm, I'm just going to lift heavy and we're, you know, I want to, I want to get stronger. And so I found. I found a program. More and more, I looked into it. It's uh, more and more. I, I saw the name "Starting Strength" of Mark Ripito. So then I I looked into that, and then the you know the more I looked into that, I realized that the the program that I had that I had started with was a ripoff of Starting Strength. And then coming from coming from a from a uh, an engineering and a, a kind of a technical background, when I saw the way the lifts were broken down and, you know, the, you know, the, the you know, concept of moment arms was discussed. I mean, it, 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 it just jumped out at me. I mean, this is, there was no, there was no arguing with it, right? There was, you know, there, there's, there's no, there's, there's no arguing with the, with, you know, with the fact that this, that, that, that they, the lifts were taken down to first principles and were built up from there. Um, and in, in a, in an industry that's full of, that's full of BS, you know, it, it just cut right through it. So, so I thought, well, here we, here we go. And, uh, um, started doing, you know, started training, started getting in, it's online coaching. Um, and then pretty quick, actually, obviously I've, I've, i talked to everybody about it. Right. Um, gain, you know, started gaining a little bit of gaining a little bit of weight, put it, started, started putting on some size, went from two thirty to, to about two fifty five, Um, and, uh, you know, people, people notice. Right. And so, so, you know, I talk, I talked a lot about what I did and I started, you know, kind of coaching some, some, some friends and round about this time, I, I had come back to my faith and, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, cause at, at work, just work wasn't getting what it should. Right. I, you know, so, so the, the concept of do all you do to the glory of God, like that was not at all God honoring. Right. It just, it just, you know, it, it wasn't there. So, so I spent a lot of time in prayer. Like, what, what do you want? Like, what am I supposed to do? And this is going to sound cheesy, but uh, quite honestly, I heard uh, help other people get strong. And within six months I had, uh, I had, you know, I had, a, you know, I had made a plan to uh, get, you know, start working on, on becoming a coach. Right. I didn't have like, I didn't have a path forward to it, but I knew that the end goal was, you know, I was going to become a starting strength coach and I was going to open a gym and we were just gonna we were gonna get started and that was september of 2018 when i when i started and i think i reached out to you in october and by december we had um we had signed the franchise the the franchise agreement for for two gyms and the the reason for the gyms right you know i thought well because i thought you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna open my own gym i'm gonna figure out all the systems and i'm gonna you know get this all worked out i'm gonna build my own brand and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, well, you know, cause when I first found out about the gyms in April at StrengthCon, I was, I was, I was pissed actually. I was a little pissed. <laughs> you and, and a bunch uh, of other people were. <laughs> well, but you know, cause I thought, damn it, like now I got to compete with this and you know, like, how am I going to, how am I going to do that? And the more and more I thought about it, well, like, well, you know, I could, cause oh, you know, opening a franchise, buying into a franchise, it's, it's an up, it's an upfront investment, right. You know, it's like, 
the look of the franchise is going to be more expensive. Like, you know, a lot of stuff's going to be dictated towards you, all that sort of stuff. And I thought, well, you know, if I could, I can spend, the, you know, I can, I could buy into the franchise. I can, I can, I can do that, spend the money up front, or I can spend, you know, at least equal, if not more, you know, messing, you know, fucking my way up through it, you know, messing my way up through it. And maybe I get a good outcome. Maybe I don't like, who knows. Right. And so, so I realized that, you know, that's, that's when, when we started talking, I, you know, I, you know, I interviewed, you were interviewing me, but at the same time I was interviewing you. I asked to talk to Ben, like, I want to talk to the real estate guy. That was a tough interview, by the way. I was like, damn, this guy's intense. (laughs) Who, who, like, who is, you know, who's, who's this team? Cause, and then I, and then I realized that like, if I'm not only am I buying into the systems already set up and like a lot of stuff figuring out, but we're so new into it. Like you're, you know, you're just as bought into me succeeding as, as I am. So, so, you know, and when I looked at it that way, it was, it was really a no brainer. Uh, it, it just, it didn't make, it didn't make any sense otherwise, you know, to, to do anything different. So yeah, three, uh, over three, I guess it's four years, four years later, here we, uh, now three or so years here, here we are now. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you, uh, noticed that becoming a new entrepreneur is not as straightforward as it seems and that you you decided that uh, spending the money to buy into a system that's already established and, and works is a good idea. The mm-hmm. franchise team and I are here in Boise this week, and we decided that our motto is, we've made all the mistakes so that you don't have to. Um, so hopefully <laughs> yeah. hopefully you've benefited from that. Uh, but yeah, man, we are bought into your success, and, and um, I think that shows, that shows through, and I think that uh, your gym is more successful than, than even my most um, optimistic... Uh, forecasts in Excel, you know, I, I, your, your gym is just crushing it. And I think what, what did that, if I'm not mistaken, is I told you that Dallas would be the number one gym in the franchise. And I'm pretty sure that pissed you off and you made sure that didn't happen. (laughs) But Dallas is close. Dallas, Dallas would be if, if, if it had one more, if it had one more rack and could expand, could expand to, uh, to that. Right. Uh, I, I I love the fact that I get to compete against Brent, uh, Brent Carter. Like that is that is a big, that's a that's a big target to uh, that's a high standard to to set myself against personally. Like I, I like to give Brent a lot of crap, um, but he like yeah he's he sets a very very high standard. So to be able to to be able to to compete there is is I think a, a big big compliment. Brent is a machine. He cares about every detail to as much as he you can possibly care about it, which is awesome. <laughs> he is. Yes, he is. I wanted to ask you about your path to becoming a starting strength coach, because I think it's one thing to open a starting strength gym and you don't have to be an SSC for that, but you have to be bought in. We don't sell gyms to people that aren't in love with this program and and have benefited from it themselves. Um, So you decided to buy a gym, get it opened. And then along the way, you became a starting strength coach. Tell us about that process. Well, well, so, so one, the, you know, the, the, the reason behind that was, was, you know, that was, that was part of the plan, uh, initially, right. That plan has evolved, had, had evolved, but, um, I, uh, so I, I knew when I say I knew, I, I knew in principle, like I didn't, I didn't know from experience, but you know, so, so that, that knowing was, was, was really surface level, but I, I knew that it was difficult. Um, and, and so, um, I, I knew that it was going to be a difficult process. Um, I didn't really realize it until until I got into it. Right, I, th- I thought I was doing better in terms of the my, my ability to coach. You know, before I met 
uh, Josh and Shelly and, 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 the, and, and the other coaches. But, uh, but, but the reason for that, right. My, so my intention with opening more than, more than one gym, like my intention is to open more and more in, in Houston. And obviously that's something that, that, that we have to, we have to talk further about. Um, but, but my intention was to have as many, as many gyms open as, as makes sense. So, so in, in starting the first one, it, it needs to run, uh, like, like, like that's the case to the extent that, that it can. Um, which means I need a team, which means, you know, which means that there's going to be kind of layers of, of, of you know, how things are done. Um, and, and if that's going to be the case, then, then the best place for me to start is, is at the bottom. Right. And so, so I need to know, I need to know what the apprentice goes through. I need to know what the coaches go through. I need to know, you know, in order to be able to lead this, I need to, you know, I need to have at least some, some working level knowledge of, of, of what's going on. Otherwise, it's just so easy to sit up on a, in some ivory tower making decisions that the, that the rest of the team has to enact. And, you know, you know, just, just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, and also, there's two ways like, to do know, it, right. So, so the way you did it is, is definitely correct. And I, and I think this is the more thorough way it's uh, you are the business leader and also you can have an intelligent conversation about coaching quality and you can do so with authority because you've gone through the process of getting the credential. The other way to do it is you can uh, you can just handle the business side, and then you can hire a head coach and fully lean on them to make all the coaching decisions and and trust their judgment and not be able to really have an argument or or discussion on certain things. and And th that may be a gap depending on who you hire, but if you hire the right person, you might be all right. Yeah, that it was. So my my father-in-law was you know an officer in the military, and and, and you know one of the things that 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 struck out that that stuck out to me that, that he said a while back like if, if you're if your troops are if your troops are sleeping in the mud you're sleeping in the mud right if you know you know if whatever your guys are going through like you have to go through that at some point and so i know josh shelley you know it, people have eaten some crap to get that to get that credential and to be where and to be where they're at and so the only way to know you know to to to, to know that is to is, is to actually go through that and and it was it, it was the, the first aspect that you said like if i'm going to have a conversation with you know with with my you know if i'm going to lead a bunch of starting strength coaches right there there's there's just a level of separation if 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 you have not gone through what they've gone through to be able to you know to 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 be able to do that and so it, to me it was it was extremely important to to get that done i i am the worst starting strength coach in my in in the gym by the way and and that's <laughs> you know uh i you know the the I get, you know, I guess that's, that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Except for me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, the, the other guys, they're, they're just, they're just, they're so much better, so much better at it. They get, they get way more reps and, and, you know, I, I, I work on keeping up to the, you know, to the, to the, to the extent that I can, right. I had a conversation with Josh a while back about, you know, something that, that, that didn't go exactly well with, with one of our members. And he's like, yeah, you, we need to get you back in the gym and get you, you know, get you, you know, get you in here more, coaching a little more actively so speaking of your members let's let's ask the reason why when it comes to your members what what does it cost to train at starting tank houston per month uh at starting Tank houston we are at uh, an average of 35 dollars a session uh that's billed monthly at 455 so 435 dollars a session is a hell of a deal to, to train with a starting strength coach but no matter how you slice it $455 a month is is a lot of money per month for, mm -hmm. for someone to spend. That's a mm -hmm. that's a lease payment, right? Um, yep. And it requires a 90-minute commitment three times a week. And not just coming in whenever you want, but coming in on a schedule. 
Um, to me, that demonstrates that members are getting a significant amount of value because they're spending so much of their money and so much of their time to come train with you. Why is that? Why, why do they do that? Um, I think whether, whether or not it, it is explicitly understood at, at the very, at the very least that, you know, it, implicitly our members understand that, that being stronger is better, right? Uh, you know, they, they understand the value of strength. They understand, they understand the need to, the, the need to do it. And they're, and they're looking for, for help in, in either getting started or, or in, in continuing it. Right. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that I think is, 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 is a common thread across, across all of our members. Is there a particular example that jumps out at you of someone that's really benefited from what you guys do in the gym since you've opened? Oh my gosh. Uh, I would say, I would say pick one. Um, I mean, you know, pick, pick, pick any of them. Um, uh, so one of, one of our, one of our favorite members is, uh, is you know, her name is Alex Ann. Uh, she, we, we did a, we did a, we did a case study on her, uh, actually around this time last year. Um, and we're working on, we're working on, on getting a follow-up, uh, set up as well. But she, so she started at Houston. She's moved over to Katie now. Um, but she, I forget what her starting weight's on it. it uh, her, you know, it's on the, uh, is on the it's on the, the the case study but you know it's like for example an 85 pound deadlift or something like that and then uh just a, you know a few months ago she's you know she's she's putting up 225 she, or she is 70 years old all right both uh, both hip you know had both hips replaced um just and, and she'll tell you right she's you know she's she's able to she's able to get around better she's not you know she's not having to walk around with a walk with a with, with a walker or not not a walker but a, a cane um, she's just, you know, she is, she's that much more independent in, you know, because, because of her ability to, or, you know, her, the work that she's put in and, and, and getting stronger. And one of the things that, I, that we love about her is that there's just absolutely no quit in this lady. Um, you know, she, she, she's extremely consistent, right? Even, even when it's a pain in the butt, even when she worked in Katy, who was driving into Houston, which is at least a 45 minute drive, if not more during, you know, during, during traffic, um, you know, coming in and, and, uh, you know, going, you know, grinding through, through a deadlift, every, you know, uh, yeah, at least, you know, once a week and, and then grinding through press singles and, and, and setting it down and then, you know, looking over and be like, all right, you know, let's, let's go for the next one. Right. Where, where most people, you know, most people would, would, would set it down and go, ah, it's just, that's just not something I want to do. There's. It, it it fills me with joy to you know to 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 see to see our members come in and 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 say, you know I I I feel better I you know I I love coming in here because it 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 grounds me right all that stuff out there, um, you know I can I know I can come in here and 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 get it worked out. Man, that's pretty cool. Seventy plus year old lady. Uh, maybe we'll throw a picture of her up on this uh, on this episode. Um, walking, we got some B-roll for you. Yeah. Wa walking with a cane, coming and training with you guys and pulling 225 pounds is pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, I mean, we, we've got a couple, a couple other members, you know, that, that, uh, um, especially at Katie, you know, Katie are, are, are starting, you know, since we, we just opened, we don't, you know, we're not, we're not, ex we're not completely full, but the majority of our, of our membership is actually skews, skews older. Um, and to, 
you know, to see somebody walk in uh, a month ago, um, you know, they, they, you know, especially when somebody comes in for an intro, you know, we, when they're older, we're watching how they, you know, how they sit down on the bench to put their, you know, to, to put their shoes on and how they get up, right. That gives us a ton of information about how that, that intro is going to go and where, where we need to start. And, and we've had several people come in where we watch them and go, all right, they're, you know, they're, they're struggling getting up. We're not even going to put a bar on this person's back. We're just, you know, we're going to work to a bench and it's probably going to be high and we're going to, you know, that's, that's where we're starting. And then to see them come in, you know, come in a month later and they're, they're, they're to depth. They've got a bar on their back and they're, there are a couple plates on that bar and, and they're doing it for reps, right? You know, it's, it is, it's, it's, you know, even if that person doesn't know it, then we, it, it, it just, it, it blows our mind. We're, we're, we're overjoyed with it because we know, we know what that's doing in that, in, in that person's life whenever they, whenever they walk out of the gym. Yeah. Last night we had dinner with the franchise team since they're in town and uh, we welcomed two new guys to the construction side of the business, Adam and Dana. And uh, both guys know about fitness have, have been around, you know, they know the standard stuff. Um, and we had a couple of drinks. I was getting kind of loose and I just looked at both of them. I said, look guys, I don't know how to put this to you, but you need to do the starting strength program and it will benefit your life. And it's as simple as that. So <laughs> and if I have to coach you myself for free, I'd be happy to. I don't know how else to tell you, man. But um, what's the rip quote from the book? It's, uh, uh, you know, a man is, uh, it's, it's eloquently said, I'm going to butcher this, but it's something about um, a, a man being happier, strong than he, than he would be otherwise, right? So, so um, get stronger, mm-hmm. you will be happier. That's the theme. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your coaching staff. You have a hell of a coaching staff. You opened with uh, basically... Um, Ripito's disciples, <laughs> so guys that that grew up in his gym. Uh, so Josh Wells, Shelley, his wife, both SSCs. You opened Houston with uh, with Chase Lindley, the Vanilla yeah. Gorilla. Um, tell me about what it's like to see those guys in action and uh, what you've learned from them. It is so. It's it it has been a, it it has been a blessing I, I think to be able to to be able to, to to even just be around around some of those guys i think josh likes to say that 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 i inherited uh, rips delinquent children mm-hmm. um and, but yeah you know it it's it, one of the things that i that i look i look forward to in terms of hiring uh josh shelley and and chase was 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 the fact that that's that's as close to having rip in the gym from 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 the from an aspect of of one the ability to coach but two just the the maintenance of of quality standards um right there you know there there's they're so bought in and, and there's there's no there's no watering down of 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 what we do and and, and it's great because it because it holds you know it it uh it holds me accountable too for for how how we're running the business, how we're how we're growing coaches, you know the you know that that whole that whole that whole process process. Um, it's been it's been great. I think uh, especially starting out, we did a, a lot of training together, um, and so so conversations just just happened organically as the, as you know you know the specific nuance, the specifics of you know to, you know whatever whatever aspect of the lift, and I think being able to you know being able to to to, to coach to coach them. Uh, one, I think, I think really, really helped sharpen, sharpen me, um, because one, you know, 
everybody, everybody, you know, no matter their 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 training advancement is going to have some sort of form error go on, right? With a coach that's been training so long, those those form errors are actually quite subtle, mm-hmm. um, and so so it takes you know it, it takes some refinement to, to 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 see it, and then not only that, like you've got to you know you've got to you've got to really refine your your delivery. Otherwise, you know, you get, you know, you get Chase that's going to set down 600 pounds back on the, you know, back onto the rack and say, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Stop. Uh-huh. Right. And I've, and I've had, I've had 20, you know, I've had Chase, you know, not, uh, you know, kind of, you know, kind of pull me aside and say like, Stop. Stop that. That no. Um, which is, which is extremely humbling. Right. Cause you know, Chase is, you know, at the time Chase was a 20, 21 year old, 20 year old, 21 year old kid. So, yeah. It was uh, it was it, it was a great experience. I think I, I think we're I think we're all we're all the better for you know for that. And and I think yeah, I mean I, it's just it's it's been a it you know from the aspect of uh, being able to to maintain a certain a certain culture within the gyms. I mean right? it's 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 the it's the team that 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 uh, that helps set that. Yeah, speaking of your culture, the the thing I like most about Houston is that. It is a place of high standards, and um, lifts are going to be in line with the model. That you know, there's 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 no room for uh, for sloppy form. There's no room for errant programming. But at the same time, it's a lot of fun, and I think Josh is a big part of that. <laughs> Josh is just always yeah. fucking around and doing his Cartman impression and uh, having a good time. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. you have a great vibe in that gym, and I think part yep. of it is also due to your leadership style, which is probably influenced by your family's military background. I know you're a fan of Jocko. Um, can you tell me a bit about your? Uh, I know you love the book Extreme Ownership. Tell me a bit about your leadership philosophy. Uh, you know, really, you know, uh, I think it is. I think it is extreme ownership. Uh, I think it's a lot harder. Is one much easier said than done. So I'm I'm probably you know I'm probably not doing it correctly, but but to the extent that I can, you know every everything that goes on in the gym is 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 my responsibility and, and ultimately my fault, right? Um and and you know that obviously we you know do hold the team accountable for for things that are under the, that are under their control. But if, if something goes wrong, uh, I uh, I hope my I hope my team says would 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 repeat this as well. But I I try to look at what I am what I am doing what I'm bringing to the table uh, before you know before looking looking elsewhere for answers um, and you know I don't I don't think that you can run that you can run an organization successfully any any other way you'd be a terrible politician you know that <laughs> or maybe a good one <laughs> you'd have to learn how to pass the buck better than that um, let's talk about your uh, your specific situation so what what strength has yeah. done for you so you said you were you know 235 you're about 280 now I know you're a former collegiate rugby player. Um, what specifically has strength done for you other than making you look like an ox? <laughs> um, uh, so I've, I've got a whole list of notes of stuff, like talking, you know, talking points and stuff and, and, you know, just kind of getting prepared for the, for it. But um, man, I, I think, um, so obviously there's the, there's the, there's the physical, which is, which is always great, right? It's always great to be, you know, to, to, to darken a doorway, you know, that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, but, but I, um, actually Tony and I, Tony, one of the, you know, the, the head coach at Houston now and I were having a conversation about kind of our next, uh, next interview with, with one of our members. And, it, you know, 
the the phrase that came up to that came up in my mind was the um the the uh, the intangible benefit of 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 strength training and it's almost it's a secondary benefit i think but but it's oftentimes the most important and that is the i, w- I would call it the the emotional or the emotional or the or, or the mental aspect um right there there is you know we we've all we've all talked about this but there there's just something that changes within you whenever you grow accustomed to to uncomfortable situations that that you really just have no other choice but to work through mm-hmm. right uh, well i'm sorry you either have a choice to work through or 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 not or not do right and so what are you going to choose right are you going to are you going to choose to not work out are you going to choose to not do the workout or are you going to choose to 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 get under that set and and take it for a ride and you know see see if if that fifth rep is 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 there right um there it for the people listening that haven't experienced that this is this is going to sound completely alien um but but there's 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 just something there's something that's different about you whenever uh whenever you if you do that enough enough mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. right um go ahead like the like the quote on the wall of the gym that deadlift also trains the mind to do things that are hard and uh the psychological <clears throat> benefit of, of this cannot be overstated yep it is um i you know one of the one of the things that i kind of had you know, kind of pulled out was the, the barbell prescription, which the first, the first six chapters of this book to me, you know, to me are, are, are you know, it, it's hard to, it's hard to state, to state how, like how um, impactful they are to me, but it talks about uh, cellular apoptosis. Uh, I'm probably butchering that word, but you know, chapter five, it talks about uh, how the body will will signal you know signal cells to die is just as just part of you know the part of the you know, the body's uh, process, um, but as we you know as we get older, um, we you know there's a there, there's a physical atrophy right there's a physical atrophy that 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 comes along with that and uh, you know the quote is from the book, this physical atrophy is accompanied by equally by an equally deadly psychological decline. Um, once this, uh, yeah, too often the aging individual sees that he is getting weaker and so lowers his expectations and his efforts. Once the psyche has surrendered to decline and death, it's all over but the suffering. And, and so there's, there's a lot of things that you can do that, that are hard, that are difficult, that, you know, that have, that have, you know, that have a you know, similar mental, mental, you know, provide a mental challenge, but, but there's nothing that, that helps take care of the physical and the mental like like strength training does and so um uh to me you know the 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 why you know the the why for for this i mean this this is obviously you know uh much much farther down the road but but the but the why behind strength training is is that it is a gradual decline down you know down to you know to uh to, to old age and 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 damn it um you know, I'm not going to make it out of this life alive, but I'll be damned if I don't go down swinging. Um, you know, I, you know, it's, it's just that, you know, that to me is, 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 is the why behind, behind all this. And I want, I would love for every single one of, uh, of, of our members to, to, to have, you know, to, to have that same mindset. Yep. Um, and, and so that's why, that's why I do this. That's why, that's why I open the gyms. That's why, you know, putting, 
putting all this effort into 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 growing a team because you know how much better would this world be if if we all if if that mindset was was just was just you know as a matter of fact yep yep yeah if you're you know under 40 and you you do this program you will have an improved quality of life you will enjoy your day-to-day better than if you had just stayed weak um and then if you're over 40 so i guess you can look at it like this you know your your life is a parabola you the slope increases and you improve you get better you get stronger more resilient then you reach your peak and then you start to decline right so so with starting strength you can you can extend the slope of that curve significantly peak much later and then make the slope of the decline more shallow yeah so you that you're kick, kick that slope up a little bit that's right right that's you're right. not gonna you, you're not gonna you're not you know it's not gonna it may not extend your life it may not uh you're certainly not gonna not gonna you know not die but uh but but damn it i mean you know let's let's be better able to live instead of instead of allow you know sliding into uh to a long slow decline yep. right yep. uh once the psyche has surrendered to decline and death it's all over but the suffering so like that's all that, that, that there is left is is to is to suffer through it when when people have the choice they can make the choice to do the hard thing and 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 uh and and fight for some improvement yeah <clears throat> and i know that uh Ripito knows that better than most because he, he's seen it happen to so many people he cares about. And that's one thing that motivates the hell out of him. And that's why he always says we're not about powerlifting. We're about making the general public stronger. And you're, you're taking that vision, you're taking that idea and making that real in real life and making it accessible to, to hundreds and hundreds of people, which is awesome. Um, with that in mind, what, what is your plan? What do you want to do? So you've got two gyms now. You've got a hell of a coaching staff. What's the, the big vision for the Houston area? Um, as many gyms make sense. Uh, I think, I think at this point it's, it's a, it's a minimum five. Um, if not, you know, if not, uh, somewhere around between five and eight. Um, uh, I think, I think in parallel, it's also, it's also, uh, helping to grow more coaches. You know, that, you know, we obviously have, there's a, there is a, uh, I, I think a bottleneck to growth and that is the, that is the staff. Um, so I, um, I would really, one of my goals is for Houston is, is to be, to be someplace that makes them, that, that helps to develop very, very high quality, uh, not only coaches, but, but, uh, but head coaches. Um, I, you know, I don't think that without, without the gyms working, working towards this goal, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how, how, you know, th- that, that is going to be crucial to the long-term success. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that, that has to be, that has to be a goal. And, and, there's nothing but improvement and 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 positive results for for the for the gyms that that that, that focus on that i think over the long run yep. right being able to right uh, when one when two when one teaches to learn you know that that also goes for for helping to to to, to grow coaches right we get better as coaches and as and as uh, head coaches and as managers and as you know as as as, as business leaders if we're helping to if we're if we're working on mentoring and developing others that are, that are coming up. You raise an interesting point. I've been around business and retail for a long time now, uh, 20, 20 plus years. And, um, I don't know if, if you notice this too, but I am seeing a significant decline society wide in, uh, people's willingness and ability to do their job to the level that's required to be 
just the minimum level of, of, of quality standard. Um, and we are, we are not falling victim to that. We are refusing to grow faster than we can while maintaining a quality standard. And that applies to the coaching mm-hmm. staff in the gym, just like you said. But it also applies to making sure that any franchisee that wants to sign on to open a starting strength gym is at the J.D. Shipley caliber or the Brent Carter caliber, you know. Because um, there are plenty of guys that want to do this. There are plenty of people that want to get into fitness because they think it's a good business, and it is. Uh, but it's it's got to be driven by something deeper than that. And the character, the motivation, and the capability has to has to match what we're looking for so that we get gyms that are successful as yours and, and uh, people running these gyms that won't make sacrifices or compromises when it comes to the coaching staff. Because ultimately, it's a pretty gym. The equipment's great. All it comes down to are people and how well your people interact with the people coming into the gym to improve their lives through strength. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Have you, have you, uh, am I alone in that observation? Like I know you've seen some frustration open these past two gyms and, and, uh, the world just seems crazy right now. Any, anything to comment on that? Oh man. Um, so, so, so one, in terms of the, 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 the decline, the decline in, 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 uh, quality work stand. I mean, like, like I said, I was one of those people. I think there's a level of despair. I, I think, I think, you know, the majority of people, you know, there, there's a base need to do something that is, you know, that, that is fulfilling. Like people, yes, you're going to have outliers and, and, and people that, that don't necessarily fall into that. But I think generally, if you put, if you put people somewhere where, where they are, where they, you know, they have, they have, they can, they can see their growth, right. They, and, and it's something that they enjoy doing. So they're, they're in the right spot for them. Then, then, then I think that the situation of, of not meeting quality, you know, not meeting quality, you know, certain quality of work standards, I think is, is, is minimized. Um, Right. But, you know, we, we get into, you know, bigger philosophical, conver- you know, big, bigger conversations about the economy and, and like what's going on and all, which, you know, I don't, I don't know that we want to get into here, but um, what, what I, what I, I, what I will say, I, we have had this conversation before is that I have been very, very impressed with, with, with uh, the, the franchises, uh, the franchise team's growth strategy in that it is, it is very, very careful and you've been very, very, very selective with with the franchise franchisees that that have been brought on board um, for for that reason, right? Because you know, it, the my understanding of the of the franchising industry is that the you know a franchise makes money not necessarily by by doing the thing that you know by doing the thing that 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 that's that's on the billboard, but by going out and selling as many franchise franchise locations as as possible, you know, selling like hotcakes. Which is fine if you're a Jimmy John's or you're a, you know, you're, you're a McDonald's or you're a Fast Signs or you're whatever, you know, something, something that, 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 you know, doesn't depend on a, on an extremely high quality service. Yep. But what brings people to starting strength or what keeps them is, is, is the fact that that service is extremely high. That, that that quality is extremely high, mm-hmm. um, which is going to which is you're just naturally going to going to limit the limit the selection of of, of people available to do, um, and that so if you know because I'm sure it would be easier to, to to sell another 30 40 locations, and and improve improve your you know the the franchise oper- the franchise organization's finances yep. to be able to do you know, all the other things that you want to do, um, but but ultimately that that what then waters down the quality of, of, of the people coming in, which make bad decisions, which ultimately hurts the rest, the rest of the franchise organization, uh, the franchise uh, teams. 
So, you know, I've been very, very impressed how, you know, with the, with your, with your, um, focus on long-term, uh, long-term growth through quality and, and as in exchange for, uh, the ease of short-term gains. Yep. Yep. Um, a lot of our peers in the industry are venture capital or private equity backed and, uh, their shareholders don't give a damn about the long term. They want to yep, squeeze. They want a quick return. Yeah, they want to squeeze as much money out of things as possible and flip it. Um, and I know, I know someone that worked for the CEO of Exponential Fitness, which owns a bunch of brands like Row House and all these others. And his goal was to was to have a billion dollar exit and drives a Lamborghini. You know, and uh, that's cool. It's just we've got different motivations. Um, the franchise company is not cash flow positive yet. We could be. We could do the other stuff that other franchise companies do. We could sell these things to anyone that wants to buy. We could mark up the equipment. We could make a profit on all these services we provide to you. But um, we make our money based on franchise fees to people that we think are going to be successful. And then most importantly, <clears throat> we make our money from gyms that are successful. So your full gym in Houston is thrown off royalties, and we take a we take a percentage of your of your gross revenue. Um, and that's not going to be a super profitable, enticing thing for several years, but uh, we're patient. And one of the things that we're doing to make sure we stay patient is ensuring that the people that make decisions at the franchise company also own a gym. So I'm a part owner of a gym, uh, the, our COO is, our CTO is, and I'm looking, just like you, I've got a succession plan to make sure that there are no gaps in the leadership strategy for this company. And if there's any problem with me health-wise or whatever else, the company can still keep growing. And my succession plan is a franchise owner. I've got a franchise owner selected so that when, when he comes in and makes decisions, he's making decisions that are best for the franchise company and best for the franchise owner and not skewed one way or the other. Um, mm -hmm. So thanks for saying that. And, and actually, that leads me to, my, to one of my last questions, which is what, uh, what do you think about your decision? So you were, you were going to go solo, and then I announced this thing at StrengthCon in, uh, what year was that? 08, April of 08. Which, 18. Which, uh, oh, 18, 18, yeah. I'm in the wrong decade, which uh, pissed a whole bunch of people off, uh, to, much to my surprise. <laughs> uh, and, and then, you know, you decided to, to join us and open a franchise with us. What, how do you feel about your decision? I, I, I wouldn't look back. I mean, I, there's, there, there's no looking back at, at, uh, at this. Um, I, uh, I have, I mean, I have the opportunity to, to, to lead a, to lead an amazing team, um, to, to, to grow, you know, to, to, to grow a business, um, you know, that, that, that does, that does well financially. Um, and we have, we get to help people make better, you know, help, help make people better. <laughs> what more, what more can you, can you look for? I mean, can you, you know, can you ask for, you know, I, I realize through this process, I realize that I am a horrible employee. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I get to, you know, uh, I, I have, I've gotten to be, you know, to, I have the opportunity to move away from that and, and, you know, do something that is, that, it, that, that is, you know, financially meaningful and, 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 and just beneficial to, to, to the greater society, to, you know, the greater society, like, you know, what more can you ask for? It is the Holy grail. I mean, if, if you get to do work in a domain that you enjoy, so for me, it's strength training, um, and work with people that you enjoy working with and help people get better. And then for me, eventually you're there already, but I'll get there eventually make some money while doing it. 
what else is there? That's kind of everything, isn't it? Mm -hmm. so, I feel the same way. We're glad to have you, man. Um, is there anything you. else you want to mention from your notes that we didn't cover? No, no. You know, the, the, the biggest thing was, was just that the, the go down swinging, right? Yep. That's, that's, that's basically what it is, right? Don't, don't take, don't, don't take status quo as a, you know, as, 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 as something that, that has to be. And treat your doctor like a consultant and don't let them make decisions for you. And we have yep. a case study, I believe it's coming out of Boston with a 90 plus year old gal who was getting around okay. I think she was on a walker. She got bumped into and had an injury um, oh. and was told she'd be hobbling around and not able to step onto the damn platform of the gym. Um, and they've already, they've already changed that and they're gonna make her even better. So I'm, I'm excited for that case study to come through. Yep. Well, thanks for your time, JD. And for those that are watching, if you believe you are a JD Shipley and you want to do this thing, uh, apply and let's talk. Uh, Own.ssgyms.com is the website. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap up here, JD? Uh, man, I, I would just say do it. If you you know if 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 you're if you're evaluating the viability of one of these, it's it's there, it's there, and 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 it's up to you. So. Uh, you know, I guess the, you know, the, the question is the question that we would ask is, is, uh, you know, are you the right, not, the, the question is, is this the, is the, is this business the right thing to get into? The question is, is, are you the right person to get into it? Yeah, I think it's a, our, my goal in, in creating this business model was to make it just like starting strength where the program works when you apply it correctly and it all comes down to compliance. It all comes down to the individual. And I think we've done a good job with that so far. JD, thanks for the time, man. That was a great conversation. All right. Thank you very much yeah. for having me. I appreciate it. See you.